Welcome to Find Your Flow, remote learning in the 21st century. I'm Clarice, the Pedagogical Director at Kingfisher Learning Online, or KFlow for short, and today I'm discussing Feed Forward. If we want our children to know that we believe in them, that we see them as capable of learning and growing and succeeding, then we have to give them Feed Forward. In this episode, I'm going to discuss the language and the thought shifts that we can make as the adults in our children's lives to help them see themselves as capable, to believe in themselves, and to know that they have what it takes to succeed in any area of life, learning, career, joy, play, and all other endeavors. Feed forward is really when we shift from the kind of language of this is where you went wrong or this is what I think uh, you did wrong to this is what you can improve in future. Next time you could think about, next time you could try, next time perhaps you would want to whatever, whatever. So feed forward is about, okay, let's look to the future and to the next opportunity for learning or the next opportunity for sharing and see what are the specific things that you could look at improving on right so giving feed forward is a constructive way of supporting children and doing better next time right and on and in continuously striving to do better next time so feedback is when we tell you what you did wrong now and perhaps how you've either um met expectations or exceeded expectations or uh, fell short of expectations whatever the case may be but it's all about things that are already done and when we give feed forward we shift into future focused what can we improve for next time what tangible skills or um concepts or whatever it is do we need to go and pay attention to or even behaviors so that you can have more success next time now this requires us to make a shift in our own thinking as adults and think of children as capable that means that we don't think of them as having fixed levels of ability and fixed uh, patterns of behavior or Carol Dweck refers to this as growth mindset, that we believe that everyone has the ability to grow, that we believe that we have the ability to grow. We have the ability to learn, to stretch, to be flexible instead of having a fixed mindset of this is what I know, this is what I can do, and I can do no more than this. If this is my best, then that's it. So we need to be able to have that kind of mindset for ourselves before we can have it for others. (laughs) It's very difficult to see other people as capable if you do not also see yourself as capable because you'll find it difficult to spot possibility for others if you cannot spot it for yourself. If it's not inherent in you to see possibility, to see potential, it'll be very difficult for you to be a motivator for your children. So the first thing to do is to make the mind shift for yourself from fixed mindset to growth mindset. Then secondly comes the language shift, 
which requires us to be very mindful of the kind of language we adopt with our children. So using words like not yet, it's okay. You haven't gotten it yet, but it's still possible. It's still available to you, right? Versus using words like, no, you didn't get it. No, that's wrong. It's a very, very different kind of thought track and different kind of train of thought to be on when you start thinking of, oh, not yet, but it could happen, right? Oh, not yet, but it's still possible. Then, no, it's done, it's over, and we have a full stop, right? So in giving them feed forward, it's really important to use the kind of language that's going to give them a sense of possibility and a sense of openness, as in the future is unpredictable and it's still open to be created rather than it already exi- uh, it's already done, um, it already has a sense of finality and a sense of completeness and this is where the journey ends for me. And then finally, we always need to have an opportunity to practice whatever it is that we have been learning and thinking about, right? So it's great if you change the way that you think and speak to your children. However, (laughs) none of that is going to mean anything unless they have the opportunity to act upon it, right? To practice it. So this is the final piece. Give them the opportunity to act on this learning opportunity right to act on your feed forward so if you have said okay you haven't gotten it yet allow them to try again give them the freedom to try again and get better and possibly even fail again and try and get better again right so I'm going to give an example of how this is you know how we can implement this But I just want you to understand that thoughts and language is not the only thing that matters. You have to back it up by giving them the opportunity to try it out. And often we like to interfere with children because we can see where they're going to go wrong or we can see where they're going to make a mistake potentially. So we want to interfere and intercept to avoid that. Please don't do that. Allow them to try it themselves. Allow them to fail. Allow them to learn from their own mistakes. If you do it for them, they never build up the muscle memory or the neuro memory that they have that this move is the wrong one, you know? So let's take for example with behavior. If a child tells a lie, if your child tells a lie to you, okay, giving them feed forward instead of feedback <laughs> would be very helpful in helping them change the behavior, right? So instead of saying, you lied, I'm mad, and now this is your punishment or these are the consequences, you could also try something like, you told a lie, I didn't feel good about it for these reasons, and you can talk about that, that's no problem. In future... If you have something that's really uncomfortable to tell me, let's open a conversation where you feel comfortable or safe enough to be honest and open with me. 
what can we do to create this kind of honesty or openness inside of our home environment, right? So you've changed the thought from my child is a liar to my child is capable of telling the truth and you're using the kind of language that invites them to try and tell the truth next time. Then you have to follow it up. So when your child comes to you and says, I have something really difficult to tell you, you can't get mad, you can't shut down, you can't become judgmental. You have to stay open, you have to stay calm, and you have to keep a space where they're going to feel that they are safe enough to open up and be honest with you, even if it's really uncomfortable or really painful, with the intention of not lying anymore, with the intention of staying honest and true, right? So you have to follow it up with the actions. The same thing goes for, um, let's say, for example, receiving reports at the end of school. And I have this in my head because we're, <laughs> we're reaching the end of term. So they get a report. Okay. For the last three terms or four terms or nine terms, the report has consistently said something along the lines of you need to pay more attention to your maths, you know, like, you need to, you know, um, focus on some skill gaps in your maths. Okay, now, you can either say something along the lines of, oh, you know, it's okay, maths is just not your thing, it doesn't matter. Or you could say something like, you know, I wonder what we can do to take care of this. Is there something that you can think of? Is there something that you... um need you know what do you think is the biggest barrier to mass what can we do about that to open the conversation to possibility right so instead of just accepting that your child is never going to be good at maths start asking questions and opening the conversation to the possibility of you could become good at maths at any point in your life no matter what your age you can still become good at maths and how can we go about doing that right and then follow through on that so if they for example enroll in extra math lessons or they ask um, their teacher to give them extra math support them don't break them down don't try and enforce a lot of perfectionism around it just give them the opportunity to learn and grow and struggle through it and stick to the things that you said you were going to work on so if it is for example confidence help them you know boost their morale boost their self-belief and follow up what you've spoken about with your actions and allow them to take action too. So I hope those two examples are helpful and I hope that they they help you make sense of what we mean when we say give children feed forward, <laughs> allow them to grow, believe in them as capable, believe that they have all the potential and all the possibility in the world to grow and learn and be better humans and always be someone who is striving for more love and joy and uh, all the good things that they want in their lives right and that you can be truly supportive as a parent as a guardian as whatever role you play in your children's lives um, to facilitate that for them as always, if you have any questions, we would love, love, love to hear from you. Please pop us an email. And if you are ready to enroll, we are open for enrollment. Term two is almost over and we are very excited to start term three with some new uh, enrollment. And if that is you as well, we would love to chat to you about what options we have and how it all works. So please feel free to reach out to us via email. 
and uh, I will see you all next week.